Happy and friends. It's another week of what happened in crypto. This week in crypto, we got the launch of WorldCoin, which was probably one of the most controversial token launches ever. WorldCoin is a token project that was founded by Sam Altman, who is the founder of OpenAI. OpenAI's most famous product is ChatGPT. And ChatGPT is, everybody knows what it is now, I hope at least, uh, has been a really helpful tool for most of us. But he has this underlying feeling that AI is not going to go so well and that a lot of people are going to be out of jobs. And so a lot of these people are going to have to depend on UBI or universal basic income. And his solution to trying to get as many people some form of UBI as possible was to create this WorldCoin. So WorldCoin is a way to identify people. It's a way to give people an ID that's a worldwide accepted ID. And what they do is, is they take this orb and they scan your eyeball and then they save that data so that they know that this unique eyeball belongs to this unique human being. And then at, when you register your eyeball for an ID, you're given 25 world coins. So 25 WLD is the ticker. These currently cost roughly $2. So there are people in lines trying to get their world coin ID and they're doing this for 50 bucks. And then after you register, you're given one world coin a week for the rest of your life. So let's unpack this. Let's unpack a few things. Number one, you're going to be given one world coin a week for the rest of your life. So the, the main thing here is that a lot of people who are doing this don't actually genuinely understand how much value a world coin is going to have for them to want to like receive one world coin a week. And it's not that it takes a long time to understand where the value of this comes from. Actually, it might take you a long time because I don't even understand. I don't think anyone understands where the value of this comes from. And that's actually the biggest problem with this is that you're kind of selling people this dream of like, we're dropping you money that has some value, but no one has any understanding of why this money has any value. Like it's a coin that you created and there's no real reason that it would have value. So this is the first massive issue with this is that you're bribing poor people with this idea that they're going to be given basically checks like welfare checks and you can't back up what this money is worth what the value of it is and you're preying on the fact that a lot of these people are probably feeling like maybe they missed out on other coins that did well and so therefore they feel like maybe this is one of these coins that'll do well and it'll you know it'll be great to receive one of these coins every single week for the rest of my life so problem number one is what it what is the value of this coin anyway the second problem is the fact that this technology is managed by who right like who who are the group of people that manage this who and is it that's actually managing this ledger of eyeballs and why do they have access to this information? So there's a lot of privacy concerns there. And then there's that fact that like Sam Altman and the rest of the guys who founded and created this project control massive portion of the shares of this project. And and this is never good. When when there's control of any company project or thing by a, a huge group of people you should always think 
this is no bueno because they have too much control over what will and won't go down. So WorldCoin is just one of those things where honestly, when you think about it, you should run the other way. It's one of those things that reminds me a lot of CBDCs, which are central bank digital currencies. Uh, and the Fed now has one. It's literally called Fed now. Centra central bank digital currencies are digital currencies that are created by central banks of different governments. And the entire idea behind central, central bank digital currencies is that the CBDCs is what they're called for short, will have full control over how you do or do not spend your money. So a great example would be you have a certain amount of money in your wallet and in, in your bank account and you're going to the grocery store and you want to buy some corn, whatever the fuck it is that you're going to buy. The government has full control over what you can and cannot purchase and how much you can and cannot purchase of anything that you want to buy, whether it's at the grocery store or not. So if you, if the government has decided that, well, let's just say it's a pandemic and they don't want you to leave your house, but you left to get some groceries, then they can deny your transaction at the grocery store. Or they could deny your transaction for trying to buy a flight because they feel that this flight is, has too much of a bad impact on the environment because of its carbon emissions. It just gives the government full control over how you do or do not spend your money. And this is something that nobody should be giving up. Like your right to spend your money the way that you want is probably the last bit of freedom and control that we still have over our money. And this is the thing that they're trying to take away from everyone. And it, 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 I mean, it's starting everywhere. The central bank digital currencies are almost every government in the world has a plan to try to implement them and it's the most dystopian form of existence and anytime you think of this you should also run this reminds me so much of these companies who i've spoken to so many founders who keep coming up to me and talking to me about how they're geniuses because they're like putting carbon credits on the blockchain so that way they can basically track and monitor how much each individual human being yeah how much impact each individual human being is having on the climate and this is just one of those things that drives me insane because it's again another way to kind of control you because like if we can track how much impact your car has had on the climate then through iot we can basically turn the car off and not let it move for x amount of time until you've made up for the amount of carbon that you've emitted i mean it's just a level of control that is terrifying that shouldn't exist that nobody should give into and that everybody should be educated about so if you hear worldcoin cbdc's fed now or any other cbdc central bank digital currency from any other part of the world or you hear anybody telling you about how they're putting carbon credits on the blockchain so that they can monitor other people's behavior, you should seriously think shit and you should run, run as fast as you can and you should never give in to this. Anyway, so that's on WorldCoin. I mean, it, it sucks. It's terrifying. The crypto community hated it. I totally agree. I mean, I definitely don't like it. Not a fan. Uh, not entirely sure why it needs to exist, especially not in this capacity you know I, I i just don't get it and I, the tokenomics look like shit i mean their fdv is is massive the, the team owns way too much of the token economics it's wild 
we had a macro number come out this week. So as was expected, there was a 25 bit rate hike. So interest rates now currently stand at five and a half percent, the highest they've been in 22 years. So yeah, that's cool. I mean, we all knew this was <laughs> the direction things were headed in, and I think this is kind of what they've wanted uh, for 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 macro, but not much of an impact on on BTC anyway. We're not trading or doing well on, on Bitcoin right now anyway. We're what roughly at like 29k. And then what else did we get? Oh, we got Kobe and Ansem. So Ansem or Black Noise had tweeted about some sort of challenge some sort of fitness challenge and he was like who's up for this and then kobe replied i'm in let's do a triathlon uh kobe and ledger versus ansem and someone else he's probably super well known on ct i just don't know who he is and ansem's like down bet let's do this um i always find it so fun and funny uh to like when all the boys on ct are back and they're all commenting and they're doing stupid shit like this it's like i know i'm like the only girl apart from like maybe 10 others that are on ct but it's kind of like when you're in school i think almost every single girl can relate to this it's like you can't wait until the boys like show up at the playground or whatever the fuck um because guys are even in class was just like they're the funny ones they're kind of the ones that kind of create a vibe out of this and that's <laughs> it's how it feels on ct like oh kobe's alive him and ansem have a bet let's see how this goes uh, they're definitely the entertainment, not not necessarily Kobe and Ansem, but just generally. And then there's Gainsey. Gainsey's fighting with Zach XBT, and Zach is this guy who, you know, he calls people out on their shit. Essentially, he does a lot of on-chain analysis to understand how different wallets are transacting and if different wallets have uh, acted in, in fraudulent or malicious ways, and then he kind of writes reports about them, and it, that's basically what his entire Twitter page is, is just to kind of monitor different uh, wallets and so it seems like he has an issue with Gainsey I don't actually know it's just reading Gainsey's tweets and Gainsey was essentially telling Zach to f fuck off because according to Gainsey Zach's got like a target on Gainsey's back and there's no real reason to do that I think all of this has something to do with Rollbit or maybe people feel like Gainsey shills some bags too hard and then uh, isn't exactly kind to his followers. I don't know for sure, honestly. Like, I follow Gainsey. Gainsey to me is hilarious and, and nothing but a good time on my timeline. And I, I, I hate when people are like bullying him, which is what they're doing. That's <laughs> what it feels like they're doing. Uh, so I don't fully understand or grasp all of it. Maybe I'm being naive. I don't actually take any investment advice from Gainsey anyway. So I, I don't know if maybe other people are getting hurt or not. But I also don't want to like put that out there if it's not the truth. But it appears that from these tweets, uh, Zach XBT is kind of monitoring and irritating Gainsey by watching his wallet. So there's a lot of CT boys, boy drama this week. Uh, and then we have a lot of bot coins, you guys. At this point, I feel like we have more bot coins than we have like just generally shit coins. Um, Uniswap is still running, at least I think it is. A bunch of other coins uh, a bunch of other trade pot coins are also still running i think they're hilarious because every single time i talk to which is on a daily basis i talk to someone you know from crypto they're just like oh have you heard about this one oh yeah there we are um market caps at 158 oh okay so the market cap is essentially the same as the price okay well you guys get what i mean uh like a multiple of the price because the circulating supply is a million okay that totally makes sense okay yeah, um, 
yeah trading bots there's so many honestly i'm in on a few so i'm not hating this like i'm i'm genuinely enjoying it i kind of 3x'd one of mine so do you know i 5x'd it so gonna give myself a pat on the back on that and finally there were a few crypto bills that came through i think they were all bills one of them was something from the senate but two had positive feedback from the government uh, one was about the issuance and trading of digital assets which addresses what a security is and what a commodity is so something that the sec has failed to do over and over again i talked about this the other week when the judge that was uh, who had decided on the XRP versus SEC case decided that XRP wasn't a security, at least depending on how XRP was sold. And so that kind of gave a little bit of clarity on what a security could or couldn't be. And then this bill also helps address what a security is or is not. Same thing with the commodity. And then there was the Blockchain Regulatory Certainty Act, which clarifies that blockchain developers and service providers like miners or validators uh, don't have to register themselves as money transmitters. And lastly, this this one wasn't good news. The National Security Enhancement Act of 2023 essentially says that DeFi protocols have to impose the same surveillance-like acts or, or procedures that banks do, like KYC and AML and all this stuff. So a big part of DeFi, as we all know, is the fact that anyone anywhere at any time can basically open a wallet and start transacting with their money, could totally own their money, it's, it's fully controlled by you. And then <clears throat> a big part of this is this, this theory of like uh, getting people to be KYC'd on DeFi has been looming for some time and a lot of people feel like it'll be the death of DeFi. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to speak to this from a regulatory standpoint because I can see how it would be it would kill DeFi because if some people are getting are caught using it, then you know you could get into big trouble. But then at the same time, it's like you also can't turn the internet off. So how do you actually force people to not use DeFi protocols? Uh, VPNs exist and all these other things. But then are people going to risk it? it I, I guess it just depends on what how extreme the consequences for using DeFi applications are. So I really wonder how this is going to play out. I mean, I've thought about this a lot. I think a lot of people have debated about it. Um, you know, a lot of people are quite bearish or have been quite bearish about DeFi for these regulatory reasons. Like, you know, if regulation comes out, says kill all DeFi or you have to KYC everybody in DeFi, then DeFi is essentially dead. But there's also other ways around this. Like I remember speaking to a group of Bitcoiners earlier this year who were talking about a <clears throat> KYC service that essentially like you kyc through this service but then your your kyc is basically mixed you guys know these mixers so it's not the actual coins that are getting mixed but it's almost like your kyc is getting mixed so you get kyc'd on one layer but then f once you get through this gate you can essentially use any of the applications within this gate so none of these applications actually have your kyc they just know that you are kyc'd because you kyc through this uh, entity um, I, maybe it works like a ZK. Actually, I've never used it and I should I should hit them up and figure out what that was. But that's about it for, for crypto this week. Uh, you know, a lot of not so great news. I mean, KYC and DeFi, WorldCoin is out. A lot of like dystopian weird shit. And that was pretty much it. There wasn't much else that happened. So um, I hate to leave you guys on a bad note, but it's not a bad thing per se. I mean, people are still biddling. We're still out here. We're still living. So I'm sure things are headed in some sort of right direction either way at least try if you can't try to stay free out there my peeps i'll see you next week